Over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks radio network. Here's Joe Brand. For the first time this year, back-to-back wins for the Blackhawks. They've also picked up points in their last four home games, but the main story tonight, a solid 60 minutes played by this entire roster and another phenomenal outing by the Hawks goaltender. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 10.30 tonight here on 720 WGN Radio. And right away, we get one of the Blackhawks here in the postgame show. Jason Dickinson joins us after a 3-1 winner over the St. Louis Blues. Jason, you guys have been pulling a lot of positives over the past couple of games, but they pretty much all came to fruition tonight. What were you pleased most with about the team tonight? Um, I think our composure. I think there was moments in the game where they started to push and uh, we started to bend, but uh, the cliche, uh, bend don't break. You know, we stuck with it. We uh, got back to our game plan. We didn't get frazzled and... Um, you know, we refocused and, and got back to playing smart hockey. Jason, we're going to head upstairs and bring in Troy Murray. I, I thought, Jason, I thought this first period was as good as you guys have played all season long from the opening face-off all the way through, pressured the play, set the tone. Um, is that something that your line especially is, is trying to accomplish here moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. I think we want to be uh, role models out there. We, we've been starting a lot of the games, and um, we're making a point that uh, as soon as the puck drops, we're going hard. We're going to pressure we're going to get on the body. We're going to just put pucks in and move the puck north and, and follow. That's our game plan right now, and we want everybody to just buy into what we're doing and, and keep rolling it over shift to shift. So many guys stepped up tonight, but what kind of a lift is it when a guy like Nikita Zaitsev has the game he has? Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, con- contributions from everybody is what it's going to take from uh, for us to win every game. Um, we can't do it with one line. It's going to take everybody, and uh, a guy like Z stepping up and, and having a great game. You know, His pass to five me backdoor was... Lights out. I, I, he wasn't looking at me the whole way, and he knew I was there. He was just baiting them to, to go the opposite way, and sure enough, he puts it right on my tape. So uh, kudos to him because that was a great game. And first of all, congratulations on tying your career high, which you've had nine goals three times in your, in your career. You're certainly going to smash that this year. But what I loved is the, the, the non-celebration by you and the acknowledgement of the play by uh, Zaitsev. And here's a guy that, you know, he doesn't get into the lineup all that often, but he, he's a great professional. He's got the experience in the NHL, smart player. Uh, but I really enjoyed the fact that, you know, it wasn't about you on that play. You just had to knock it into the net. It was all about Zaitsev. Yeah, you nailed it. I think it could have been anybody on the back post there, and it would have been in the net because that pass was right on the money, and I didn't have to do a thing. I just had to make sure I didn't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that you got to make sure that you don't do is miss it. <laughs> Nine goals once again for you, like as Troy said, but what about your game is just working so well for you right now? Um, I think, like I said earlier, uh, making it a point that our line is just going to move north. Um, getting away from fancy uh, plays across the blue lines and, and just managing the puck so that we know as a group we're going to just constantly go, 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 go. And even when it doesn't go right for us, we know that we're going to come right back hard and we're just going to keep coming down on them hard and making sure that it's an impossible night, whether we're putting the puck in the net or not. And by doing so, it seems like we're getting the chances, we're getting a ton of opportunities, and we're converting. It, it seems to me that, that 
you've been able to keep your speed going on these these shifts. Like it, it just seems there was one shift in the first period. I don't know if you remember it. You took it down the left wing side, turned around, made a play, and then you came back through the middle of the ice and, and defensively cut it off before the red line there. But the speed that you've been able to you have it, like whether it's a stop or start, uh, you've got that quickness in your stride right now. Is it feeling good as, as you've ever been skating? Oh, absolutely. Um, my legs have always been my uh, safety net. When they're going, I, I'm able to make a lot of things happen, both defensively and offensively. So um, the fact that they're feeling great right now and I'm, I'm getting that consistency out of them, um, it, it just lends well to my game that everything else will follow. So if my legs are going, it, it seems that everything else falls into place. Even going back to the road trip, and I know it was rough, and I know the last game against Minnesota was rough, but the third period Luke Richardson was pleased with the way you guys played, even though what the game was at that time. Since then, you guys have been playing better hockey each and every period going on. What does it say to you, to your team, when your head coach is able to pull out positives after a real rough road trip like that? Because it's clearly worked for you guys. Yeah, I think sometimes you've got to take the small victories. Um, the season can get overwhelming. Um, you can watch a ton of film, you can you can critique your own game a lot, and you can sit down with the coaches a lot, and it, it gets tiresome, it gets uh, it gets monotonous, especially when you're losing, you know, everything feels like it's coming down on you, and if we're able to take small victories, we're able to move forward with a little bit of positivity and build off of them, because we're only 24, 25 games into the season, there's a whole lot of hockey left. Um, we can't be, be getting bogged down and constantly... Uh, going into negatives and, and just beating on ourselves because uh, by the time the end of the season rolls around, we're just going to be mentally exhausted on top of physically. So you got to take the victories and, and keep that mentality high so that we can keep pushing. If you look at the, the, the first period, you guys were excellent in that first period. Really didn't give St. Louis nothing, who came off a disappointing loss last night in Columbus. I know that you guys wanted to concentrate on a, on a good start because they had to travel and got in uh, at, you know late last night. But what was said in the, in, in the, the intermission after the first period, knowing that St. Louis wasn't going to be happy with it, Craig Bruby, uh, you've been around long enough to know what he's kind of like uh, as far as a head coach and the way that he was a player. What was the message knowing that St. Louis was going to come out with a better period? I think that we didn't uh, want to let our foot off the gas. Um, that was the, the gist of it was keep pushing, keep expecting more from one another, and uh, don't give them an inch because if you give them a little bit of life, then they'll think they're in it still and, and create uh, uh, a lot of offense and feel good about their game. It's almost been a perfect track record for anyone who comes up from Rockford up to this NHL roster that they provide some kind of spark, provide some type of uh, fierce play, and I think that's a credit to what they're doing down there, but what kind of jolt does it give the locker room when somebody comes up and, and just comes and performs right away? You know what? I, I said it earlier that it's going to take contributions from everybody for us to win on uh, any given night, and um, the contributions these guys are bringing is uh, life. They're bringing uh, joy. They're, they're happy to be here, but they're not taking it for granted. They're going out there and they're playing hard, and it's inspiring to everybody else that's around it. Um, it, it's easy to get complacent in your role here and uh, feel content that, you know what, I'm an NHLer. Um, but you see these guys that are fighting for it. See these guys with, uh, they're getting one game here, down in Rockford for another. Philly's been up and down half a dozen times already this season. You know, they come up and they, they just want to play their hardest. And I think that's what uh, is the biggest thing is that they're giving us everything they've got and it, it's contagious. 
Yeah, the contributions have to come from everybody. And you look at a guy like Reese Johnson, not even expected to play in this game tonight, but Ryan Donato comes down with a little bit of an illness. He steps in. You know what uh, Braden Shen was trying to do at the end of the first period, trying to change the, the tune of this game. How about Reese Johnson answering the bell? Yeah, Reeser's an absolute pro. Um, like you said, he wasn't expected to play today, and um, he still shows up and, and puts it all out there. Um, he doesn't take a night off, and he gives you everything he's got. Um, he's going to play hard on both sides of the puck, and you know he did that. Uh, we don't ask too much out of him. Um, we want him to play his game and play smart, and um, I think he handled himself well in that fight, and, and he didn't uh, he didn't give them what they wanted out of it. Yeah, a couple of couple of big back-to-back back, 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 to back wins. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is in town tomorrow. How do you make it three straight? I think more of the same. Uh, we got to keep moving north. I keep saying it, and I'm beating a dead horse maybe, <laughs> but uh, that's the recipe that works. Um, you, you get fancy in this league, and, and teams can make you pay. They got skilled players, like you said. Ovi, he can score, obviously. So you give him his opportunities, and he's going he's gonna to put it in the back of the net. So if we can dictate and we can keep pushing the puck down to their end and uh, keep it down there. It's a lot harder for them to score. Quickest to nine goals in your career. Congratulations, Jason. Congratulations on the win. Go get them tomorrow. Thank you. All right. That is Jason Dickinson after the Blackhawks take down the St. Louis Blues 3-1 to one here from the United Center. Uh, Troy, this is, uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of positive things over the last few games, but this one is is one where there's really not many flaws, nothing to nitpick. I mean, the Hawks came out of the gate Right when the first horn was rung, blown, whatever you call it, um, and, and they they fought down to the wire. I mean, even that third period where St. Louis is getting pretty desperate, pull the goalie, they get the shorty, um, but made it pretty relentless towards the end. And um, I mean, my goodness, the the way that the Hawks pulled together a full sixty minutes, this is a nice breath of fresh air for this team, and, and to get rewarded for a win too, it's great to see. Yeah, I, I think when you look at the big picture in, in this game, and, you know, shots on goal 40, they added another one, so it was 40 to 24 in favor of St. Louis. But that really didn't indicate what was going on in this game. And the important part is here is the Blackhawks in these last couple games haven't chased the score. They've been in a position where they, they've held the lead. You can sit back a little bit more. You can play a little bit more within your structure because you're not trying to exert any extra energy to, to try and get back into the game, which Luke Richardson has talked about has really hurt this team you know, because they just, they're just they trying so hard to get back in. And the same thing with St. Louis. I mean, they had to try hard all game long and no, no easy shifts. And for the Blackhawks, I thought they did a real excellent job of managing what was going on in the game. Uh, St. Louis got 40 shots, which is a lot. Mrazek had to uh, answer the bell here in the second and third period more than he did in the first period. Uh, but also the fact that the Blackhawks, uh, I, I thought, did just an excellent job. They tracked the puck back through the neutral zone as well as I've seen in a long time there. The one mistake they made was on the on the power play, and they gave St. Louis a three-on-one opportunity, and they were able to score on that. But other than that, there, were, there was really no odd man rushes for St. Louis, and I think a really concentrated effort for that high forward in the in the uh, offensive zone to be in awareness of what he needed to do defensively. If the defenseman was jumping down, the, the high man was covering up there. The, the, you know, you, you saw a lot of that switching, and, and the Blackhawks' defense, they're good, and they need to be in a position where they, if they see a challenge, go for it. But they also got to know that they have a backup there. If they don't win that board battle or if they get caught in deep, you know that there's a forward covering up for you, and I thought they did an excellent job in that area tonight. All this being said, I, I know you and John, 
talked about it at the end of the broadcast, but we really haven't brought up Peter Mrazek a lot uh, in this conversation. And, uh, I mean, my goodness, just back-to-back gems for this guy. I feel like this is the top of his game this year, and that's saying something because he's been great for the majority of of the entire season. One goal in 80, what, no, 77 shots. 40 and 37, 77. John, I can see he's, 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 the math's going. Well, you can, but you can, you can add another 10. The, the hamster's on the wheel right next to me here. <laughs> but was, he's running out of fingers and toes. He's, yeah, 76 <laughs> saves of the last 76 shots. He has been playing spectacular. And really only one game that uh, he, he gave up, I think, five goals in that one. Um, that maybe wasn't his best performance. But uh, other than that, I mean, he has been really good all season long. And I think that... You know, when you look at the consistency of what Peter Mrazek is doing for this team right now, it really lends a, a level of confidence. And Jason was talking about it, uh, and Zaitsev was talking about it as well during the interview with Darren Pang about, you know, how important Peter Mrazek has been to this team and how well he's played. And it's just a confidence level that he's it, he gives the team when he's back there. He's got the experience. He knows how to play the game. And, uh, you know, for the first time in, in quite a while, he's been healthy and you know, they don't want to play him in back-to-back games, so Soderbloom is going to get the opportunity tomorrow night. But Peter Mrazek has been solid, and he's a great guy in the locker room, too. When he's not playing, he's, he's the, the biggest supporter of Soderbloom, and that's what you need between your goaltenders. It's been a pretty fun homestand. I know one way to make it even more fun with tomorrow with Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals in town. It'll be tough, but if the Hawks are able to pull off three straight, that's that's a real impressive turnaround for this team. Yeah, John was just showing me that the Capitals, they win that game? It was 4 nothing. 4 nothing. yeah. At home against the New York Rangers. So, you know, the, the team that uh, Hawks are playing tomorrow night coming in with a lot of confidence. Rangers are a good team, and you shut them out on home ice, and good things are happening for the Capitals, you can tell. Should, should be a good battle. Nothing beats Sunday night hockey. Saturday night hockey's fun, too, but Sunday night hockey, a couple of good teams. Should be a fun one. I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it too, and I can't believe we got through an entire post game without one Bill Murray reference. I can't. We'll have to put up on the sign zero days since last Bill Murray reference. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you're trying to squeeze one more in. Before? No, I, there was a Bill Murray movie on last night, and I was watching it. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, Groundhog Day. Oh, uh, okay. Groundhog Day was on last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe, wow, to, to the, the final buzzer and the final minute, that's, that's when you bring it up. But, um, yeah, but I, I, as, as pathetic as we are, I, I was laughing <laughs> to myself last night watching the Bill Murray movie because of the references we've been making. <laughs> that's good. You should have you uh, stocked up a couple of quotes and, and quizzed us and see if we would have gotten it. I, I don't think I've seen it in a while. I wouldn't know too many. Too many Groundhog Day quotes. It's good. It is a good one. All right, pal. I'll let you go. we got to get right back to work tomorrow, so I'll let you go and get a good night's sleep. Toodles. All righty. That is Troy Murray. He and John Weideman on the call tonight. As the Hawks take down the St. Louis Blues, 3-1 to one from the United Center. Great game for the Hawks. Maybe their best start of the year in the first 20 minutes. A 2 nothing lead against St. Louis and never really took their foot off the pedal. Fun win. Lot to recap. A lot of, lot of positives to recap as well. 
Uh, join us, please. 312-981-7200. Give us a call. Give us a text. Let us know your thoughts. we got to get to a break, though. Hoping to hear from some more reaction from the Blackhawks dressing room and the head coach, Luke Richardson. After the Hawks win back-to-back games, a 3-1 victory over the St. Louis Blues. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGN. To Louis Crevier, right point. Alex Vlasic, left point. Long shot. He scores! A seeing ice shot by Alex Vlasic. Finds the top shelf past Bennington. It's the Hawks two and the Blues nothing. We'll give Alex Vlasic our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine. Northwestern Medicine is home to the state's leading heart and vascular program, top ranked for 16 straight years by U.S. News and World Report. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 10.30 tonight, recapping a 3-1 victory over the St. Louis Blues. Vlasic picking up his first goal of the season, the second of his NHL career. And he ends up picking up his fifth point as well. But the Hawks getting a whole bunch of offense from their defense. Nikita Zaitsev was originally credited with the first goal of this game, but they later changed it to Anthony Beauvillier. However, Zaitsev still the number one star. He picked up a couple of assists in this game. We'll take your calls. We'll take your texts. 312-981-7200. First call is our buddy Devin from Payless Hills. He's almost getting perfect attendance here on the Blackhawks postgame show. But ask Asking about the Hawks' goaltending situation and Peter Mrazek. Go ahead, Devin. Hey, Joe. With uh, Peter Mrazek having two back-to-back really good games and uh, Soderblom struggling with uh, rebound control all season long, do you think Luke Richardson looks to move away from the uh, 1A, 1B tandem that we got going on and having Peter Mrazek take over the reins as a starter for, uh, from here on out or what? All right. That is Devin from Payless Hills. Big thanks for the call, Devin. Keep him coming. Uh, again, 312-981-7200 if you'd like to chime in. This isn't a uncommon opinion from Blackhawks fans, and it actually was coming a lot more at the beginning of the year, and it looks like some texts are starting to talk about Mrazic as well, so I'll get to those in a moment. I'll say it before because my answer really doesn't change. The Hawks still want to see what they have in Arvid Sutterbloom because they do still have a high ceiling on him. And this is the year to see what they have in him. I understand Peter Mrazek's playing better, and anytime he gets the nod to start the game, I, I don't think it's the wrong choice or you know Sutterbloom should get the start instead. But I understand why the Hawks are playing Sutterbloom more than some fans might like him to. Uh, because this is a year to see what they have in him, give him the repetitive competition, give him the rep- repetitive experience to see if he can be a long-standing NHL goaltender. Peter Mrazek's a free agent by the end of this year. I believe Arvid Sutterbloom is the same, too. I'll pull up Cap Friendly really quick. Um, but the difference is Sutterbloom is younger. Peter Mrazek's an established goaltender in the NHL. Uh, okay, Mrazek definitely... A UFA after the season. I take that back. Sutterbloom is not a UFA until after next season. So if they plan to part ways with Mrazic after this year, Sutterbloom's probably going to be the main goaltender for the Hawks unless something else happens. So this is a year for him to gear up for next season. The Hawks are still in the second year of a rebuild. I understand Mrazic's looking great right now. I understand some of you might get frustrated with the flaws that Sutterbloom has, but I think he's got to work through those at the NHL level. I think he's got to work with Jimmy Waite, and then 
after that, let the Blackhawks front office and coaching staff decide what they have in Arvid Soderblom after that. Uh, from the 608 area code, Mrazik, not the number one player of the game. What gives? Sure was hoping uh, ho- hoping for the shutout, and that's uh, Dexter and Bolingbrook. Uh, yeah, no, it would have been back-to-back nights for number one star for Peter Mrazik, and uh, they ended up giving it to Nikita Zaitsev. I, I mean, okay, I'm not going to clamor and uh, bang on the office door of the NHL front offices to uh, get that changed. I'm, I'm happy for for Zaitsev, a guy that doesn't get a lot of playing time, doesn't get the call a lot, and yet he does tonight, and he pounces on it. He capitalizes on it. If you didn't hear our conversation with Jason Dickinson, uh, I highly recommend listening to it once we podcast the post-game show. Him talking about the players coming up from Rockford and providing life into the dressing room, that is huge. That That is a piece of information that makes a lot of sense when you see guys like Cole Gutman, Joey Anderson, Louis Crevier, uh, kind of, in a way, Alex Vlasic coming up from Rockford, making an impact immediately. Jason Dickinson said that they're excited to be there, but they're not taking it for granted. They're not just saying, oh, okay, I'm, I'm up here at the NHL. I, I feel like an NHLer. I can just start my NHL career here. They're, they're continuing to do the little things right and helping things out. We talked with Joey Anderson after the last game, and he was basically preaching those same types of points. And as frustrating as this year can get, when the Hawks are on their losing spells and things aren't going the right way, it's important to see what's going on down in Rockford and to see the t- team camaraderie, to see the team building that's going on down there because a whole lot more of their production, and I'm not talking about wins and losses, I'm talking about development and growth, it's a whole lot more important down there than it is up here for right now, for the future success of this team. I'm not saying like, Connor Bedard and Kevin Korchinski's growth this year doesn't matter. That's not what I'm saying at all. But in terms of the core players that the Hawks are investing a lot in for these next coming years, the ones that are down there in Rockford right now, it's really important um, to see them have that type of progression because they're going to be the group of players that are going to be together a lot more moving forward. From the 779 area code, and again, if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200, you can call or you can text. Uh, Hi, Joe, back-to-back wins. Keep up the good work, boys. Let's go Hawks tomorrow night. Yeah, looking for three straight wins with the Washington Capitals in town. This is Adam from Romeoville here. This is the best I've seen Razik play since he's been a Blackhawk. He seems more confident in the net. Allowing soft goals, not allowing soft goals, excuse me, and the puck well. Do you think he's on his best game now? Yeah, I mean, I I know that's really easy to say um, with, I think the number was 86. Well, it was 86 consecutive saves for Peter Mrazek until it was snapped on the shorthanded goal by St. Louis tonight. I think it's, what, 87 or 86 out of the last 87 shots have been stopped uh, by Mrazek. Those numbers right there kind of lead you to believe, but I think it's a couple of things. I think it's the consistent playing time he's getting, how he's been pretty consistent health-wise this year. I mean, talk about last year, all the difficulties and complications the Hawks had in the goaltending situation health-wise with him, with Alex Stalock, with Arvid Sutterbloom. We saw just a merry-go-round of goaltenders. Um, and I think he's probably just getting a little bit more comfortable here, getting more comfortable with the Hawks organization, with some of his teammates, with the defense in front of him. So, yeah, I would say that this is probably 
uh, the best and the most confident he's looked since joining the Hawks um, heading into last season. So that's great to see. The way this team had struggled before this now three-game point streak, two-game winning streak, it, it was lacking consistency. It was lacking offense. It, it was lacking winning those 50-50 battles. And then goaltending was just kind of, and that's not great also right now. Uh, again, Mrazic's had a pretty fantastic year overall. There's like one game that you can kind of put some blame on him, and that's about it. But when all those other things don't work out, it's hard to really criticize the goaltender because even if the goaltender is standing on his head, how much of a difference does that make when your team can't produce enough offense? Now you're getting that and you're getting the goaltending. And I know it's a short sample size. It's only been two games. But the the thing that the Hawks are just trying to create now is some consistency to roll this into the next game. And when something does slip, like the goaltending or the defense or the special teams, the offense can still pull through and all those other things but one can as well. Nothing was going right for the Hawks on their losing skid, on that road trip. There really wasn't many positives to pull from whatsoever. Now, all of a sudden, again, I I mentioned it after the last game, it's kind of like this positive snowball effect. One good thing starts to happen, and then more guys latch on. Tonight's game was, I want to say, far better than the previous two nights. Um, Execution-wise, effort-wise, I mean, right off the hop, this Hawks team was ready to go. That being said, they gained points in the previous two games. So we're not totally dissecting this year just by wins and losses. We're kind of more dissecting it from the development level, from seeing where these guys are growing. And tonight was a much better example of where you want to see this team, how you want to see this team progress. Uh, I, I do want to go in a little bit specifically on a few guys. I, I know Connor Bedard did not pick up another point tonight. I still, I mean, even when he has a night like tonight where he doesn't pick up any points, he's a minus one, he has one shot on goal, there are still so many moments in a game where he is capable of just scoring a goal uh, on a moment's notice. And he's, again, the most likely guy to score a goal. thought the Hawks' power play looked a lot better structured today. Uh, A lot of good entries, a lot of good passing, a lot of good looks, and I think there were like two or three shots coming from Bedard on the power play that totally missed the net, but yeah, let's see, he had five missed shots tonight. Um, Again, it's that deception. I mean, the fact that it gets through everyone and has, I mean, if he's a little bit more direct on the shot, it's in the back of the net. But the fact that it has the ability to just ream through all that traffic, he's still got that vision. He's just not quite clicking in finishing off those goals. That really doesn't bother me. That, that to me, is just one little fix that he can have that can pay off big time later on. I thought Lucas Reichel did a good job of increasing his physicality tonight. There were a few examples just in the corner. A Blues player's got the puck. He goes in there. He gets it. Uh, a Blues player is going towards the puck. He rams him into the boards. You were not seeing this confident physicality from Lucas Reichel earlier this year. And uh, hopefully that's a trend in the right direction. It's also seemed like he and Reese Johnson and Mackenzie Entwistle were creating a lot of chances offensively. I feel like Entwistle had a really good game tonight. And hopefully all those three guys can find some chemistry on their own and Lucas Reichel can figure things out 
a little bit better as this goes along. We've got more to get to. Our reporter Jack Heinrich is back, so we're hoping to get some sound from the Blackhawks dressing room and the head coach Luke Richardson. Good win tonight, 3-1 over the St. Louis Blues. We're recapping it here on the WGN Post Game Show. Come join us, 312-981-7200. You're listening to 720 WGN. Send it across for Torupchenko. Now beginning in front of the net. Shoots! Uh, Morazic is down with a butterfly save. He looked back into the Hawk net, but he had it the whole time and didn't realize it. And now he scoops it up off the ice with the glove. That's the save of the game for the Hawks. And the save of the game is sponsored by ComEd Financial Assistance Programs. Hawks beat the St. Louis Blues 3-1 tonight here from the United Center. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 10.30 tonight here on 720 WGN Radio. Peter Mrazek with his second straight night picking up at least 37 saves. Man, I'm seeing a couple of different numbers on the original a post-game box score, there were 39 saves. I heard John and Troy say the number 40, or I should say 40 shots by St. Louis, uh, and now I'm seeing the number 36 thrown out there. Either way, back-to-back gems by Peter Morazic. The shutout against Anaheim last night, unfortunately, or I should say last game, unfortunately St. Louis picks up a shorthanded goal tonight, their only goal of the game. St. Louis is just kind of having a weird year. They they now lose their third straight game, first time this year that they've done that. They're 13-13-1 with the loss. They've got a really rough power play right now. Came into tonight's game with the second-to-worst uh, yeah, the second worst power play in the NHL. Surprisingly enough, the Washington Capitals have the worst. They're coming to town tomorrow night. But St. Louis's power play struggling a bit, and you know, I, I wanted to give credit to the Hawks' PK, especially at the beginning of the game. I, I know the lone goal they coughed up was on the shorthanded chance, but at the beginning of the game, they were ag- aggressive. They were, um, as Troy mentioned, with St. Louis struggling on their power play, they were just aggressive, kind of putting them in spots to, to rush passes and rush shots, and they did a really good job of limiting the chances for St. Louis. Mackenzie Entwistle nearly had a shorthanded chance, and then they made... St. Louis commit a penalty that put it on four on four that gave that gave the Blackhawks a man advantage. I thought the special teams looked good tonight for the Hawks, despite the shorthanded goal. Uh, St. Louis just picks up a turnover, turns it into a three one rush, and unfortunately, it ends up burning Mrazek for his only goal allowed in tonight's game. Um, there was also just some situations in this game where things were going in the Hawks' favor. It's not an excuse, but it's just an example of. How different things can be when you do the little things right, you give yourself a lead, you give yourself a little bit of a cushion, and you just play the game a little bit more confidently. Uh, There was a moment where Shen swatted a puck right in front of Peter Mrazek, and it just kind of sailed over the net. But how many times have we seen those things not go in the Blackhawks' favor? You kind of create your own luck, and I just think that's what the Hawks are doing right now. Again, not quite a shutout for Peter Mrazek, but two games in a row. He's coughed up just one goal total. He chatted with the Blackhawks media. Let's hear from the Hawks goaltender. I just saw the puck very well, uh, you know, especially early. You know, had a breakaway in the first minute in the first period. That gets you going. And like I said two days ago, you know, when, when you see the puck early, then uh, it makes the easy the game more easier. How badly did you want that second shutout? Well, I, you don't kind of think about it. Obviously, it was close, uh, you know, especially with the power play we had. And I was like, all right, it might be, might happen. But uh, that's the game. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, those things happens, and you know, the, the goal could come earlier or later. So it's totally fine. But hey, you got the back-to-back wins for the first time. So I'm... yeah, you know, that's what the 
you know we have to we have to uh, keep that going uh, you know stick with that and try to get the, the third one tomorrow you say about what Jason Dickinson's done I think he's got seven goals in his past 10 games now yeah he's been he's been hard we're you know, I was joking with him. He's going to go to the All-Star game if he's going to continue doing that. So, um, hopefully, that's the case. For, and uh, you know, it's his home, hometown here in Toronto too. So, but uh, it's you know, he's been playing well for us. Uh, ben McKill also, so um, huge uh, part of our game. How much does it encourage you guys as goaltenders when you see the active sticks with the guys in front of you and they're clearing rebounds and really fighting to keep the puck away from you too? Yeah, it was uh, you know, especially Terpier, it was really big that uh, you know any any rebound I had there. Uh, we put the puck in the corner or out of the zone, so you know it's uh, it's nice uh, that you know the help's there. And uh, uh, if and I made a mistake, they clear the puck. Nice to be turning around the home record after the, the tough start. Yeah, obviously, uh, you know, especially you know, when you're home, you want to be on the winning side all the time. So uh, uh, you know, we have to focus on on getting those wins here. There was a stretch in the third period where you got knocked down and then you got back up and immediately faced like three shots really quickly what, what's your mindset in that situation to lock back in no you know just uh, just to be focused on every shot that that you, that you see and uh you know i was i was on a back there for a second but the puck you know i think was on a blue line so i had the time to to recover and uh, prepare for the next one what does it mean for the team to have these two wins finally after that kind of being a monkey on your back all, all yeah we did you know we did we we wanted those uh Wins uh, early, early in the season, that's for sure. But uh, you know, we were battling; we couldn't get those. So let's let's make it three tomorrow. Peter Mrazek with 38 saves tonight. He had 37 saves in his last game. Back-to-back wins, nearly back-to-back shutouts for the Hawks goaltender. Hawks beat the Blues three to one tonight from the United Center. We'll take another break. We're going to hear from Nikita Zaitsev, Alex Vlasic, and the head coach Luke Richardson. It's here on the Blackhawks post-game show, 7:20 WGN. Back now to the blue line. Carlson moves in. A pass on a cross. Milano shoots and scores. Sonny Milano leads it off. 43 seconds in. It's one. Nothing. Washington. That's John Walton of the Capitals Radio Network. And that is our next game preview, which is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago. Plumbers 911 Chicago, they do it right the first time. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, recapping a 3-1 victory over the St. Louis Blues. Washington coming off a 4-0 victory over the New York Rangers. That was at home, so they're quickly hopping on the plane, coming to Chicago. They're here at the United Center tomorrow evening. It's a 6 o'clock puck drop, a 5.30 FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show right here on 720 WGN. Alex Vlasic picked up his first goal of the year. Let's hear from the young Blackhawks defenseman. Continue to do is is not let off the gas. I think sometimes teams do that when you get a lead and it can kind of turn against you a bit. So um, I think we... We definitely gave up a few too many chances. I, I think the, more than we'd like, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take the win, obviously. How big has Jason Dickinson been in just stepping up when you guys needed some offense? Yeah, I mean, he's been playing unbelievable these last uh, 10, 15 games all year, really. He's, um, you know, he's great defensively, and I think recently he's been kind of stepping up his offense, and it's helping us tremendously. I mean, his hat trick the other night, and, um, you know, getting those little goals here and there has been, has been great. That whole line has been huge. I know you guys had a tough start at home, one win in the first six games, but to be able to turn that around, how nice is that to get some positive momentum here? Yeah, it's great. I think, uh, you know, I don't know how many games we have left until uh, Christmas break a little bit, but uh, I think we got to continue to do that. I think that'd be huge going into the you know, second half of the year and, um, 
trying to trying to make this a hard place to play. That was something that we kind of tried to work on in training camp, and um, you know, like you said, didn't really happen at first. But uh, if we can find a way to try to make teams battle for a win every night they come in here, then I think we'll we'll do our job. Do you guys feel the extra energy here on a Saturday night? Oh yeah, it feels great. I mean, just the anthem. I was talking to uh, to Louis the other day uh, just about it because it was his first time here playing here and. Uh, I said it never gets old, you know, for me to stand on that blue line and hearing everybody cheer throughout the whole anthem, it kind of gives you goosebumps, and it's, uh, yeah, it's electric every night. So how have you felt with each game this season as progressed here? Good. I mean, I think uh, I haven't been perfect, but um, I've impressed myself. I think I continue to try to work on my on my game, uh, gain some confidence, skate pucks, and, and just try and, you know, complete my game as a, as a well-rounded defenseman. I think defensively is probably my... You know my my strongest attribute, but um, if I can you know get some pucks on net, create some chances offensively, then I'll be happy with it for sure. Great. Um, I've been really impressed with him. He's steady, uh, calm defensively. Deaner's been trusting in him quite a bit. To, you know, playing the last couple minutes of the game, which is great to see. And um, yeah, I knew his game from playing with him in Rockford last year. So to see him to do it at this level is is awesome. I know we've been talking a lot about Alex Flasic and Louis Crevier, but I just got to continue on with it. I'm really excited to see how they continue to blossom together. Uh, just seem like a, a great duo together. Seem like they have a lot of chemistry. They're always goofing around with each other in the locker room, whether it's the practice facility, whether it's morning skate. You even just get a lot more personality out of Alex Vlasic when Louis Crevier is around. Uh, so it's pretty cool to see the friendship that they're brewing together. 3-1 victory for the Hawks over the St. Louis Blues. Great victory. Back-to-back wins for this team. First time this year that's happened. First time they've had three straight games with at least a point, and now they'll try to make it three straight wins and a homestand where they pick up at least a point in every game with the Washington Capitals in town tomorrow. Whole bunch of hockey today. A few games happened earlier this afternoon. Let's get to a few of them, and we'll start in Boston. And Arizona has not won in Boston in each of the last nine tries. Pucks it out in front. They score! David Pasternak got a loose biscuit. Ingram was down after snapping an initial try. Pasta's got two. Bruins five. Coyotes three. And they would fall short of a win in Boston yet again. 5-3. The Bruins take down the Coyotes as Judd Surratt of 98.5. The Sports Hub had the call with Pasternak's second goal of the night. He had three points in that game. Let's go to Calgary. Now it's on for Brett. Chips it off the wall and the Devils race ahead. Here's Pilat with some room. Far side. Slows down. Looks for the trailer. He sure has it. He rolls off his stick. It's still loose. It's now banked off of a player. And in Coleman tried to clear it. And I think he fired it off of Brett. Yeah, I think Brett's going to get this. That is Matt Laughlin of the Devils Radio Network of WFAN. The Devils now 3-0 on their four-game road trip so far after a 4-2 victory over the Calgary Flames. Let's go to Dallas. Now the puck into the corner for Stevenson. He'll feed it in behind the net. Marchessault picks it up. Out high at Zach Whitecloud with a wrist shot. Save. Rebound score! And Stevenson buries that one on the backhand. And the Golden Knights with the early lead in Dallas. Dave Goucher of Scripps Sports as the Vegas Golden Knights take down the Dallas Stars 6-1 to in the Lone Star State. Vegas is on the Dads trip. They're 9-0-1 on those Dads trips since they came into the league. That's going to do it for Out of Towns, and that is going to do it for the postgame show. Blackhawks Hockey is sponsored by Plumbers 911 Chicago, where they do it right. 
the first time. United Airlines, Sitco. When you start with Sitco, you're good to go. Your Chicago and Northwest Indiana Hyundai dealers, Northwestern Medicine. Big thanks to all the help we had here at the United Center, and a big thanks to all the help we had back at the WGN studios. Our next broadcast is tomorrow night where the Hawks host the Washington Capitals. Again, a 6 o'clock puck drop, 5.30 FanDuel Sportsbook pregame show. I'm Joe Brand. Again, the final. Hawks beat the Blues 3-1. to